Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Welcome to the Mick Ultra Golf Show on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT. Presented by Michelob Ultra. Locally distributed by United Beverage of South Bend. Michelob Ultra. Superior light beer. Don't compromise. Also sponsored by Bill's Heating of Goshen since 1951. For all your heating, cooling, and plumbing. Also by Pet Refuge, Leck Leitner Door, Sherwood Tire, the Food Bank of Northern Indiana, and OSMC, the Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center. And now, the Mick Ultra Golf Show on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT. Wow, another year. They're letting us do this again. Unbelievable. The Mick Ultra Golf Show season premiere for 2021. On Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT, also at WSBTradio.com and the WSBT Radio app. A pleasant good morning to one and all. I'm Darren Pritchett. Matt Embry is our producer this morning. And Tim Firestone is the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club. He joins us this morning. Tim, good to be with you. How are you? I'm good, Darren. How are you? I uh, I can't believe uh, we're at it again. It's um. I know you just have so much free time, and you just can't wait to do this show on Saturday morning. So well, I appreciate you being here. Sometimes when you go to work, it's work. But when I get to spend time with you guys, it's just kind of like we're sitting in a golf cart shooting the breeze. Maybe the language is a little better than we would be in the <laughs> golf cart. But otherwise, man, this is always a blast. Uh, not with us today is John Foster, the general manager of Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. Little does anybody know in our audience that with the Masters in November last year, we actually did one of our selection of golfers and whoever does the best wins. And we decided this year that whoever lost that challenge would have to pick up golf balls one by one on the Blackthorn Golf Range on the first day of the golf show. So John is not here, so you know who lost our particular challenge. So, Tim, I don't know if you're at Blackthorn this morning, but we may have to get an update. I just want to see a picture of him one by one picking up all those golf balls out there. Well, and it's a perfect day for it because we have the Bethel Invitational, so there's about 120 <laughs> college golfers helping him with balls. So he'll be out there for a while. Can you just imagine him in the little machine that picks up the golf balls? It's got the screen on it, and he's just getting pelted with golf balls. I, I, I'm sure the language is just as clean as in our golf cart. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I'm kidding. John, not with us today, but he's going to be back with us next week here on the Mick Ultra Golf Show on WSBT Radio. That's, that's great for Blackthorn Golf Club to have that Bethel Invitational out there today. We all know it's a championship golf course that – has hosted many collegiate tournaments and, of course, the Symmetra Tour events. So just another great afternoon of golf, I would assume, at Blackthorn Golf Club today with all the, the college golfers out there. Yeah, hopefully they can dodge the uh, showers that are coming. But uh, these college golfers, as you probably can imagine, unfortunately in this area play in all kinds of uh. conditions, whether that's sleep, snow, whatever. So 
they'll be well equipped. They'll be fine. Tim, I remember being in high school in Central Illinois. Our golf season was in the fall, so it was great. Mm-hmm. You got to practice all summer, and then fall, the golf season starts with the matches and the invitationals. But the negative is, right around my birthday in October, we would have regionals, sectionals, and state. And I remember mm-hmm. being in sectionals, and I had mittens and a stocking cap. It was like 38 degrees. <laughs> So there's there's good and bad. It's kind of nice to go into the golf season with the all summer to kind of prepare for the fall season. But, man, it gets brutal late in the year when you're in Illinois playing high school golf. But I'll tell you what, I hope the showers stay away today for your golf tournament out at Blackthorn. And we're hoping to bring baseball back to Four Winds Field tonight. The Cubs and Tigers taxi squads are going to play at 2 o'clock today. And, If the weather holds, we're going to actually broadcast that game on the South Bend Cubs Facebook page. So if fans want to check out these basically AAA players playing at Four Winds Field, we will have that today. So you're the meteorologist as a golf course owner. How are we looking today? Any chance it misses us? Uh, (laughs) It doesn't look like it, but um, we'll see. Not supposed to start until I think around noon, but we'll see. Not optimistic. Hey, for baseball. T- yeah. Golf, man, we'll play on. Play through it. The heavy stuff's not going to come down for quite some time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> of course, you would not ruin the greatest game of my life either. So, all right. That's right. We'll talk about the Masters coming up in a second, but since this is our premier show, uh, Tim, why don't you just go ahead and offer a quick thought or two? You're the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club in South Bend Beyond just the invitational going on today, golf course shape early on in the year, and anything cool happening right now at Blackthorn? Well, I mean, first of all, um, I, I think we, we're, we've been at least, what, 10 years doing this show? Maybe 9 or 10. It's got to be 10, close to 10 now. And yeah. you've seen all the ups and downs in the um, of the golf business, and we kind of do a show every year kind of on the state of the of the sport next week. Um, both kind of net. Okay. Well, I won't give too much into it, but um, coming off a crazy 2020 year, that was absolutely fantastic. And it's kind of spilled into 2021. Our memberships are at an all time high. Uh, we mm. have the best March we've ever had on the history of Blackthorn and uh, April's off to a great start. Of course is in incredible condition. Um, and probably the most exciting thing going on at Blackthorn is people won't even recognize it is the, the uh, old Blarney Hole has been um, completely uh, retooled into a 36-home uh, villa community. Uh, curbs are in. The first two homes of construction are underway, and we're often often running on that project. So um, that's uh, pretty exciting uh, for us to add that um, uh, to Blackthorn's um, amenities. So. That's been great, but yeah, overall, Darren, golf course is great. The golf industry is great. Golf in this area uh, is, it's, you know, they're seeing all the effects that we're seeing across the country. So um, it's been neat to see, and it looks like it's spilling over into this year. So awesome. Awesome stuff. Well, a few years ago, your opening remarks weren't so positive. So <laughs> it, it's really great to hear things are going well. And I highly encourage people to go to, blackthorngolf.com and at the top of the page you can click on the reserve at Blackthorn and wow Tim just an overhead kind of shot of what it's going to look like 
first off, it's just crazy to, to think that old Blarney Hole has turned into this, but just this picture, this overhead view with all the villas along the way, kind of wrapping around the corner toward uh, the first fairway. Gosh, Tim, it is awfully, awfully impressive. you got to be so excited just to add this to what already is as a championship golf course. Yeah, we are. It's 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 very cool. It's going to be. Uh, I think has a lot of elements to it, not only for you know uh, homeowners that will live in the community, but also for us to really begin to uh, regionally market stay and play packages with having accommodations, you know, on the golf course. Uh, Blackthorns building a home there, and then we have. Um, you know, probably three or four other investors that are building the home, you know, maybe for some of their leisure too, but will basically be a, a rental income property, uh, maximizing on the, the golf course and being able to have, uh, you know, people rent that out. We probably have, you know, every week, uh, one to two groups that were, you know, sent into local hotels um, that we can now house right there at Blackthorn. Mm. Um, so we've got that. Uh, component and then also you know the residents that are there um, it'll be great to have uh, them around and they have full use of the golf course and the driving range uh, when they purchase a lot mm. um, so kind of it's, it's going to be uh, unique and different for us but also you know after you know let's see 20 uh, where are we at almost 30 years holy cow mm. um, hard to believe uh, that land, you know, the the Blarney Hole, just with the with the, the amount of time it was taking to play golf, people were kind of losing interest in playing another yeah. hole. You know what I mean? Another 15 minutes. So rather than continue to maintain it, fertilizer, mow it, um, all that kind of stuff, we just uh, um, came up with this concept and luckily had the support uh, with, of the, with the city wow. and um, were able to get it done and um, looking forward to it. Tim, just for people that might be interested in checking out this particular venture, if they want more information, what's their best way to go about that? Well, either they can go to blackthorngolf.com and then click on the reserve, or uh, we do have a dedicated website, um, uh, which is called the reserve at blackthorn.com, um, or they can always reach out uh, to, to the golf shop, uh, 232-GOLF, and ask for me. I'm happy to give a tour and answer any questions anybody would have. Wow, very exciting. So check it out. You can go to blackthorngolf.com or, as Tim just mentioned, the reserve at blackthorn.com for the latest on this new venture out at Blackthorn Golf Club in South Bend. Let's get our first break out of the way. When we come back, we'll start talking about the Masters. It is Masters Saturday, the third round coming up. It'll get started in about an hour. The leaders won't tee off until around 2 o'clock today, but... While the old golf course was grumpy on Thursday, a little more gettable yesterday. We'll talk about those storylines coming up in a couple of moments. Tim Firestone, Darren Pritchett with you. This is the Mick Ultra Golf Show on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT, WSBT Radio. Your time is 8.18 on this Saturday morning, the season premiere of the Mick Ultra Golf Show on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT. We're also at WSBTRadio.com and the WSBT Radio app, along with the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club, Tim Firestone. I'm Darren Pritchett. John Foster will rejoin us next week 
on WSBT Radio's Mick Ultra Golf Show. The Masters is the reason why we are coming to you live this morning here on WSBT Radio. Two rounds are in the books. We head to the weekend, always one of the best weekends of the golf season as the 88 players who were asked to come down to Augusta National in Georgia taking part in this year's Masters. It is the top 50 in ties that make it to the weekend, and there are some really recognizable names not playing this weekend, including defending champion Dustin Johnson and Roy McElroy, who unable to complete the career Grand Slam once again as he's not going to take home that green jacket. I'll tell you what, Tim, first off, just watching some of the coverage, I've not been able to watch as much as I wanted so far over the first two rounds, but the difference in the way the golf course plays from what we saw in November when Dustin Johnson shot 20 under par and Cameron Smith shot in the 60s all four days. It was a golf course that was so soft. It was gettable. Boy, Tim, on Thursday, it was fast. It was firm. And it was almost like the golfers were sports car drivers. You got the pedal to the metal and you're almost out of control. You're hanging on for dear life. That's what it felt like on Thursday. But just the how different the golf course played from November to now is almost unbelievable. Yeah, and I would even argue how different it's played in the last few years. Um, I mean, that golf course on Thursday, you could see uh, how dry it was. Even the greens were getting a little uh, you know, brownish, and and I think they really made an effort to to uh, you know get those things fast and and really toughen up the golf course, and and it worked. And um, just around sixty five on uh, Thursday was one of the best rounds we'll see oh. all season, in my opinion. I mean, he just dominated the field, and uh, he did get a couple good breaks, um, but still, that was an unbelievable round of golf. I think you can argue with the way that golf course played Thursday, it was a little softer yesterday, and the scores went low yesterday. But I'll tell you what, on Thursday, Tim, when you get that golf course fast and firm, and as you mentioned, the greens were getting brown, I think it brings out the best in these golfers from this standpoint. There are many times when you miss the green, you're not chipping or putting toward the hole. You've got to figure out the angles, the speed, you're almost like in geometry class once again. So I just think it's it's amazing when it's like this because when you short side yourself, I mean, Tim, you might as well just know you're not going to get up and down. You just can't stop the golf ball. But I just love the fact that there are so many times these guys are not even aiming close to the hole, including like on number 16, if you have the pin to the golfer's left, and you miss it to the right, and you got to go down that hill, you're aiming, heck, 40 feet sometimes from the pin. So I think when it's fast and firm, it brings out the creativity in these guys. No, I agree with you. And I think the other thing to keep in mind is, even when the golf course is soft, with Augusta, your approach shot is not so much if you hit the green or not. It's what section of the green you hit it on. And to, and to get it into the right quadrant of the green, it's hard enough when it's a little softer but when it's firm like that, it's almost impossible to get the, the ball in the right area to be able to make a putt. I think what's cool about the golf course, too, is that there are birdies out there, and there were birdies out there, you know. But there's also, you know, Spieth made a triple on nine, and um, that green was brutal. 
Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a cool tournament from that perspective is you're going to see a little bit of everything, I think. You know, lots of birdies, but you're going to see some doubles. I know Spieth really – you could argue is lucky to be where he is right now at minus five because in the first round, I think it was on 15, he went over the green, the par five, and then chipped it on the green, and it was going 100 mile an hour when it hit the pin and went in. It probably goes in the water. As he described it, it would have went probably halfway into the pond he hit it (laughs) so hard, but you need those breaks from time to time, and he's right there once again after winning at the Valero Texas Open last weekend to win for the first time. Since the 2017 Open Championship, I'm not saying Spieth ever hit rock bottom. It wasn't like he was shanking the golf ball. But, Tim, it just tells all of us or reminds all of us that hack the ball around the golf course that even the best who play the game can lose their confidence. And when you lose your confidence, this is one of the toughest games that anyone will play. And he's had to battle through those Really low confidence moments, and I think when he shot 61 in Scottsdale earlier this year, maybe that reminded him, you know what, I can still do this. But as we've talked about for years, the mental side of the game might be the most toughest part of this darn old game. Yeah, I mean, he went from number one in the world to, you know, ranked 100th in the world. And, you know, over that couple, let's see, 2017, three-year stretch, you know, he just, I think he had to, refine himself and you know what I think I like about it is he didn't blame anyone else he didn't fire his caddy he didn't fire his swing coach you know he just he took the blame he figured it out and I think he's the story of the year in golf so far in my opinion I think a lot of people are rooting for him it was great to see him finally win uh, a tournament he'd been in the hunt pretty much all season long so I would definitely not count him out this week he loves Augusta He's playing good. If he could ever figure out how to hit that driver yeah. straighter, I think really is the difference between him being, you know, a top five player in the world and, and really struggling. is he's, he's, He just hits that driver crooked a lot. And, Tim, we all know the game of golf is in great shape right now. You talked about how you have a lot of people coming out record-setting month of March at Blackthorn Golf Club. TV ratings are good. Uh, the Golf Channel does a great job of covering these guys. They're popular on Twitter. So the game of golf's in great shape, but I, I personally think Spieth finding it again and becoming a contender again is very important for American golf right now. From this standpoint, Tiger Woods had a little issue with his vehicle, and he's now rehabbing his injury. So we know when Tiger's on TV, Tim, the ratings skyrocket, and you're not going to have Tiger most of this year. So that's a big loss, whether you like him or not. Uh, Phil Mickelson's 50, and I think you're starting Mm -hmm. to see the deterioration. Hey, he still has the creativity, hits the wild shots. He's still that thrill ride when you watch him, but he's probably not going to be in contention like he has been. So that's a big loss for TV coverage. I just think Spieth is a guy that can fill that void from the standpoint he's a great personality when he's on the golf course. I love when the golf telecast will lay low, as we call it in the business. The announcers will stop talking so you can hear Spieth and his caddy talking about every situation possible on the next shot. The 18th hole at Valero last week because he was trying to close it out. 
three wood or eight iron. He was trying to decide what to do on the 18th hole. You heard the discussion. I think that's good for golf. And when he stinks, his man, that's a terrible shot. That's horrible. <laughs> I, I just think he is the perfect person to help fill that void with Tiger injured and Phil right now just not being the contender that he used to be. He's the perfect guy for the American golf fan to get behind. Yeah, I agree. And I would, I think you hit it on the head. I think one of the interesting things about golf right now is you've got about 10 to 15 guys that are the elite players. And Mm -hmm. there's no one that really stands out for everybody to root for. So the tiger, like you said, is gone. Phil is gone. And, And Spieth was becoming that player, you know, and, and then he kind of fell off and, you got Justin Thomas and obviously a lot of good players and Dustin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, I think you're right. I think that we need somebody to kind of stand out and root for and, and kind of, um, you're never going to take the place of Phil or Tiger, right? I mean, that's those, yeah. those well, there's too many good players now. There's just no way you can do it. I mean, it's, there's absolutely so much talent uh, in the world uh, that you just, you'll never get to that point. But, to your point, I couldn't agree with you more. It's important uh, for American golf and for golf for for Spieth to get back on his uh, winning ways. And if he could win this weekend, that'd be a huge, huge jump, obviously, for Jordan. And big picture, it's also big for American golf because the Ryder Cup is in September. Mm-hmm. And you take a look at the American squad, it's looking Awfully good at this particular time. Again, we are going to be transitioning away from Tiger and Phil, but I think this American team could be a really, really good squad that has a chance to take down the Europeans this year. But Jordan Spieth this weekend, he is currently tied for fourth, and you've got Justin Rose at the top, the Englishman who has been injured. He walked off the golf course playing with Spieth a few weeks ago. It might have been at the Players' Championship. And Rose, we haven't really heard from him much lately, but shot that 65 that you talked about that, I agree, that might be the best round of golf you will see all year. The course conditions to shoot seven under 65. I asked what golf course was he playing because I didn't see a 65 in those conditions on Thursday being possible. And then kind of took some body blow punches early and kept it together and shot an even par 72. So... He's at seven under par, and he's got a one-shot lead over Will Zalatoris and Brian Harmon. Zalatoris is a heck of a story, Tim. He was in the 1500s in the World Golf Rankings just two years ago, and he's on the Corn Ferry Tour. He gets those chances to play on the PGA Tour. He's up to 46th in the world, so that's how he got into the Masters. Anybody in the top 50 of the World Golf Rankings gets into the Masters, and here's a guy that basically has spent a lot of time on the minor league tour that has just absolutely played great golf, given the chance to play on the PGA tour and shot a 468 yesterday. I just like the fact, Tim, that he is kind of tall and skinny. Doesn't look like a guy that can hit the golf ball a long way, but he does. I guess it gives hope to some of us that are kind of tall and skinny that you don't have to be DeChambeau, who, well, that's a different story, but you don't have to be a monster to hit the golf ball a long way. And I know technology has a lot to do with that, but 
pretty doggone impressive when you see guys that look like an everyday Joe that can hit the ball 320 like it's nothing on the golf course, and boy, he can sure do that. Yeah, I don't. For our listeners who've not seen him hit uh, any shots or watched him play today, definitely take a chance to watch him play. I I think the guy is one of those old throwback players, like you said. His swing is not what you would call textbook. It's not your Adam Scott, you know, golf swing of perfection. He's just, and I don't know that he's that tall, Darren, but he looks like he weighs about 130 pounds. And on 18, <laughs> I say he had like 120 yards in. I mean, he just, uh, he kills it. He's got very quick, fast tips that generates that club head speed, and he really releases the club. And I think, um, from what I understand, watching the coverage yesterday, he plays a lot of golf with Tony Romo. And as you know, Tony Romo's a, a, a very good player um, and predicted two years ago that this, that this guy would be a top 10 player in the world. He told Jim Nance that. So Nance wow. was telling that story yesterday. So I think his ball striking has kind of always been there. And now he, he's putting a little bit better. But it's interesting watching him play because his, his swing is what I would call a very quick swing. It's not your slow, mm-hmm. methodical Freddie Couples or VJ Singh kind of move at it. It's a very quick swing. And then his putting stroke is the same way. I, I, if you you got to watch him putt today if you haven't seen it. But it, mm-hmm. it's interesting just on his style of play. But, no, I agree. Great ball striker, good player, fun to watch. Just looked it up. He's 24 from San Francisco, went to Wake Forest. And he is 6'2", 165. Wow. Oh, he is 6'2", okay. Wow. But he's 165. I mean, That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I'm just imagining Tony Romo telling Jim Nance that story. Oh, this is Will Salatorius. He's going to be a top five player. Here yeah. we go, Jim. <laughs> oh, gosh. He's going to be fun to watch for the next few years. He is a rising star, as you're talking about him. Brian Harmon, this is a great story. He had two beat Bubba Watson in the match play championships a couple of weeks ago to get into the Masters. He would get inside the top 50 if he beat Watson. I think it was in the quarterfinals, if I remember correctly. And he was down four on the front nine. And, Tim, he reeled off nine straight birdies. Nine straight birdies. And he took down Bubba Watson. Harmon got into the top 50 of the World Golf Rankings and made the Masters. And this lefty shot 69-69. He's at minus six. He's not a big guy either, but hits some just pure iron shots. So he's in contention. Then you got Spieth, who's tied for fourth, along with Mark Leishman. I, I heard this story early in the week. I didn't realize this, but in November, Leishman was 15 under on the par fives at Augusta National. Wow. That's just remarkable. Now, it was mm-hmm. 13 and 15 were more gettable because you could hold the golf ball. 15 is playing extremely That's difficult brutal. with it fast and firm i mean tim if you hit it in front of the pin it's going to roll in the water if you hit it in the middle or the back <laughs> of the green it just bounces over and then you've got to pitch it carefully back on the green and if you hit it too far it just goes down in the water so i i don't know 15 feels like a five's a pretty good score when it's playing the way it is right now with that golf course so firm it's it's not that kick in birdie this year no, I agree, and I think that's why you see a lot of the guys aren't even laying up because even you, if you're trying to play safe and hit a wedge in there, you spin it too much, it comes back into the water. Um, so I think a lot of the guys are going for it, knowing they're just going to have to hit it past the green, and then, you know, like you said, if you make a four, great, but take your five and get to the next hole. 
Tim Firestone, Darren Pritchett with you. The Mick Ultra Golf Show on WSBT Radio. John Foster from Warren will be back with us next week. Of course, if we had him here today, he could tell us all about what it's like to hit that second shot into 15 because oh, yeah. John's had the great pleasure to play Augusta. Is it twice or is it one time? I think it's twice. I just think it, it was once. Oh, was it once? I think okay. it was only once. They, they, after they saw that swing, they said no more. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll take my bad swing there, and I'll I'll take my chances. That's right. That's for sure. I'll, I'll take it once and be oh, done. <laughs> unbelievable. I, I can't imagine how nerve-wracking that would be to be on the first tee. I mean, you're not playing in a tournament. You're not big money at stake or anything, but just to stand at that first tee, hit that first tee shot, I, I think it would be awfully intimidating just because being in a place you've dreamed of playing golf at and number two that's a horrible first tee shot man that is a tough way to start uh, a round of golf that first hole is not easy to hit the fairway well i think the challenging part would be that you want to take it all in and then oh by the way i have to play golf too you yeah. know what i mean <laughs> so you don't know yeah you know, i focus on my on the golf game when i'm trying to just absorb all the history and the beauty of augusta national that's why you have to play it twice i think you know yeah, you're right. One time you, you take it in, next time you go play it. You take it in, you take the pictures the first time, and the second yeah, time that's right. you get down to business. Have you ever been so mad during a round of golf you <laughs> broke your putter? Oh, of course. Have you? In my old days, yeah. Unfortunately, yes. But so um, Snap it over the knee or pound it into the ground? I've never done it in competition. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and usually it's you wait till one of the later holes, but <laughs> you know what I find is, you know, I, I watched that yesterday and you very rarely see that kind of emotion out of the Korean players. See, we can. Most of the time they're very uh, methodical and almost robotic like, and so to see that was shocking to me, you know, but it, 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 I mean, people... he rolls the ball better with that three wood than 99% <laughs> of us with our putters. Did you see that? He almost well, made the first one, the birdie putt, and yeah. well, lagging it up there to a foot, and no problem. Well, for people that didn't see it, Siwoo Kim is from Korea, and he was four under par for the golf tournament, and I think it was on 15. He hit it over the green, and then he had that tough chip down the hill, and he rolled it past onto the fringe, and he just all of a sudden took his putter and just started jamming it in the ground and broke it. So, as Tim mentioned, he got out the three when it almost made the putt up the hill, but he played even par the rest of the way in. But the next hole, they had like an up-close shot of him, and, man, he was boiling. And, I mean, you're four under par, Tim. You're only three out of the lead. If you're three over, I could understand it. Yeah, I mean, on 15, if if you go over the green, it's going to be difficult to get it close to the pin. So, I'm with you. I'm surprised he got so ticked off. And you're right. The Koreans are normally very at ease and keep their emotions under control. But he absolutely snapped. But I give him credit. He kind of kept it together and at least pieced together a couple of pars coming in. And he had a 69 yesterday, 400 par, tied for sixth, only three out of the lead. Well, he, and he's a good player, too. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's solid. I think he's probably more embarrassed than anything else. You know what I mean? It's just so out of character. And like you said, I, I, I don't, 
I don't understand what he was so mad about. I mean, he, <laughs> and again, he almost made that putt to come back cover this three wood. So it's not like he hit some horrible shot. Wow. Anyway, strange things happen in your head on the golf course, Darren, as you know. It does. I have never broken a putter because I'm too cheap to get it fixed. I don't want to pay to get it fixed, so I've never done it. But it's it's crossed my mind a couple of times. A couple other names that tied for six with Siwoo Kim is Justin Thomas, who had a 567 yesterday. He had the slip-up on the golf tournament in Hawaii earlier this year using language that got caught on a course microphone and – I think it took him a while to overcome that, and he's bouncing back. He won the Players' Championship. He's gone 73-67 so far this week. He is four under par, three out of the lead. You need good iron play at Augusta National. Yeah, you got to putt the ball well. you got to chip it well. But iron play can be a difference maker as well. And, Tim, I'll tell you what, JT is as pure as anybody with his iron play, and it just feels like, in a sport right now where there's, as you mentioned, nine, ten guys kind of lumped together, I still think this might be the one guy that can break out. I know DeChambeau is kind of the, the rage right now, but I just think JT's game is more solid, consistent, and complete, and I'll give up a little power to take that iron play that he brings to the table every week. Yeah, I mean, I think right now I've looked at the odds and, uh, can we talk about betting now that it's legal in Indiana? I know Absolutely. You guys have a I'm, I'm a, I'm a bet MGM guy. So I, I do the sponsorship. Right. I've got, I've got four wagers looming right now on the rest of the golf tournament. But yeah, go right ahead. Great. Well, I just, I would think right now, Justin Thomas still is probably, if not the favorite, the second favorite would be my guess, uh, going into the yep. weekend. Um, he's got too much firepower. He knows how to win. He's a good putter. Um, and to your point, I think right now, in my opinion, he's the best player in the world. Um, and, uh, yeah, to your point, I mean, he still can hit it out there. Um, but he's just, I think, at the end of the day, he's the most, uh, I shouldn't say the most gifted. I still think Dustin Johnson's the most gifted player. Mm-hmm. But I think Justin uh, is, is, is the best player. Would not be surprised to see him win at all. And I think the second most gifted player on the tour is another name on the leaderboard. And again, Tony Finau is just, oh. it's incredible to see somebody so effortlessly be so talented and yet still can't find a way to win. It's absolutely mind boggling. Um, Top 10 he's machine. Just unbelievable. Oh, he's making more money than I'll ever know what to do with, you know, finishes in the top 10 every week and, you know, makes a million bucks and goes to the next tournament, and he does it every week. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's funny I you think bring that. The... Go ahead. I just think he's got it's 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 putting and confidence for him is going to really what makes the difference. It's funny you bring up all the money he makes not winning. There was a segment on the Dan Patrick Show this week on WSBT Radio. One of the guys asked Dan, "Who would you rather be?" I'm... I think it was Chase Daniel, a backup quarterback in the NFL who continues to get jobs, or Charlie Hoffman, who is a PGA Tour golfer who almost took down speed at the Valero last weekend. And I think the guys were kind of thinking, oh, the backup quarterback. I mean, you just stand there, hold a clipboard, you make $10 million. 
And then they looked up Charlie Hoffman's career money, and I don't know what it is actually, but I'm probably betting he's made probably $30, $35 million. And guy wins every once in a while. He always hangs around. Good, solid player. He's never going to be in the top ten. But you can do very well on the PGA Tour and never win a golf tournament. Holy cow. Oh, I mean, uh, you know that um, oh, uh, Charles Howe III is one of the all-time leading money winners? <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's incredible because he's been playing for, you know, he got in the game, the Tiger boom, where he's, you know, the purses went crazy. He's never won a ton, but he's one of the, I think he's top 15 money winners of I all got time. It. How about this? He is 21st all-time, Tim. He has made $40.7 million. I got to look up more on this list because Stuart Sink is 22nd at $39 million and Ricky Fowler is 23rd at $39.3 million. Oh, my goodness. Charles Howell has made $40 million playing golf. And I'll bet you five out of ten golf fans don't even know him. That's probably true. And, he, and that doesn't count all the endorsement money he's made with Callaway and everybody else throughout his career. Good gracious. So. Unbelievable. Just incredible. Well, as we wrap up this segment again, Rose leads at minus seven. Zalatoris and Harmon at minus six. Leishman and Spieth are at five. And then you've got Burned Weisberger, Tony Finau, Justin Thomas, Siwoo Kim, Cameron Champ, Hideki, Matsuyama all at minus four. And really more players are in this beyond four under par. What's your best guess? Who do you think is going to walk away with the green jacket Sunday evening? I think my my uh, money would be on Justin Thomas right now. And I know this sounds insane, but I don't think DeChambeau's out of it either. He's got the way he finished yesterday and on a roll, maybe figured something out. The guy could go low two rounds of 66 or 67. I think he's only even par, maybe one over. Um, he, he shot 67 but, yesterday. He's at minus one. So, I mean, six shots with his firepower. You never know. He's got, uh, he's got a way of getting the ball in the hole. He's, uh, and what an interesting story. Mm. Um, but, We'll see. JT is my money um, uh, bet for the weekend. I just think, again, he's playing well, confidence, and knows how to win. That's the big thing. He's comfortable winning. Well, I put very small wagers. I'm not a big, big gambler. I just do it kind of for fun. It adds a little something when you watch. Here's what I did before the tournament started. I took JT to win at plus 1,100, so – you bet a dollar, yep. you win 11, basically. So I had JT to win. I also had him to finish in the top 10 at double your money. And okay. I took Patrick Reed to finish in the top 10. That was looking good till the back nine yesterday. Shot 75. So he's at plus one. He's in a tie for 32nd. Still doable with the way he handles the greens mm-hmm. normally. And I did this same bet in November, and it worked out. Corey Connors from Canada is a terrific yeah. player of the golf ball. I took him in November in the top 20, and I think he finished 12th or 13th, and I did it again this time around. And Connors right now is in a tie for 13th. He is at minus two after shooting 69 yesterday. So three out of the four are at least in the ballpark. JT wasn't a big, big wild wager, but I just think it's his time. This, This might be a big year for JT. He won the players. 
and hitting the ball yep. so solidly right now. But maybe it's Spieth's time to win a second. That would be a heck of a story to go back to back, Valero and, and Augusta. Yeah, and if you win uh, these bets this weekend, you can buy a new putter. <laughs> I have two putters sitting like ten feet from me, oh, so okay. <laughs> I, I think I'm I think I'm good. That's for sure. Hey, I can just go on a, on a binge in the Blackthorn Pro Shop. How about that? That's right. We got balls, shirts, balls, shirts, tees, all those things. <laughs> Maybe a free bowl of soup. All right, Tim Firestone, Darren Pritchett with you. This is the Mick Ultra Golf Show on WSBT Radio. More still to come. It is 846 at WSBT at WSBTradio.com and the WSBT Radio app. The Mick Ultra Golf Show continues on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT, WSBTradio.com and the WSBT Radio app. I'm Darren Pritchett, Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club in South Bend, joining me on this Saturday morning as we kick off another season of the Mick Ultra Golf Show on WSBT Radio. Tim, you mentioned Blackthorn today hosting a college invitational. Is the golf course going to be open tomorrow? And why don't you remind people if they want to get tee times, the ways they can go about that? Yeah, um, we'll actually be open later this evening um, around 5 p.m. if the weather holds off. Um, you can call 232-4653 uh, for tee times or blackthorngolf.com. Uh, you can book your tee times uh, there as well. Tim, as we slowly but surely get out of this pandemic, in terms of things you guys are doing, is it the same as last year at this point in terms of the clubhouse not being open, those type of things? How would you describe how you're handling things at Blackthorn so far this year? No, we've kind of converted back um, to pre-COVID. Uh, we've got our pro shop back in the pro shop. Uh, we've expanded um, our restaurant. Um, and um, so we're kind of back to, I would say, almost normal operations. Hmm. That's got to feel good. And I know golf fans appreciate that as we – going through the vaccination stage. So hopefully maybe by the end of the year, I'm not saying it's going to be normal, 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 but by golly, it's, it's going to be there. nice. What's that? I said we're getting there slowly but surely. Yep. But at the same time, I know you guys are taking great care on the golf carts and everything to keep everybody safe. And I want to ask you, we've only got about two minutes left here, but I noticed as I was perusing your website, blackthorngolf.com, something popped up called the Faldo Hurricane Series. In about a minute and a half, can you explain what that is? Yeah, so Nick Faldo teamed up with the Hurricane uh, Junior Tour, and uh, they have events throughout the country, um, and uh, it's going to be then broadcast. The championships will be broadcast. Uh, you know, Nick Faldo has a show on CBS. Um, and uh, it'll be broadcast on CBS Sports Network. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just another opportunity for juniors to play competitive golf. Um, and there's a regional qualifier. Um, I can't remember exactly where it's played, um, but we're helping uh, promote that and getting a chance for juniors to play, like I said, more competitive golf. Awesome. Very good. You can check out more at Blackthorn Golf. 
Golf.com. Let's take our final break. We'll wrap up this first Mick Ultra Golf Show for 2021 next on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT, WSBTRadio.com, and the WSBT Radio. 8.58 on this Saturday morning, the Mick Ultra Golf Show on WSBT Radio, brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the superior light beer locally distributed by United Beverage Company of South Bend. Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club in South Bend. I'm Darren Pritchett. John Foster will be back with us next week here on the Mick Ultra Golf Show on WSBT Radio. Well, we hope all of our listeners out there get out and play a little golf. I know it's going to be a little rainy this weekend. Sounds like it's going to cool off. We're going to leave the 60s for a short while, but we hope you get out and play a little golf at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame and, of course, Blackthorn Golf Club in South Bend and take a little time to enjoy the Masters, one of the great treats of the golf season the next couple of days. Tim, great to talk to you once again, and we will spend a little time next week talking about the game of golf. Hope you have a great week out at Blackthorn. Sounds great, Darren. Good to be with you. Thanks, bud. Thank you so much. For Tim Firestone and our producer, Matt Embry, my name is Darren Pritchett. Thank you so much for joining us on the Mick Ultra Golf Show on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT, WSBTradio.com, and the WSBT Radio app. Thanks for listening. This has been the Mick Ultra Golf Show, presented by Michelob Ultra, locally distributed by United Beverage of South Bend. Michelob Ultra, superior light beer. Don't compromise. Also sponsored by Bill's Heating of Goshen since 1951. For all your heating, cooling, and plumbing. Also by Pet Refuge, Leckleitner Door, Sherwood Tire, the Food Bank of Northern Indiana, and OSMC, the Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center. This has been the Mick Ultra Golf Show, heard every Saturday morning at 8 on Sports Radio 961 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.